0: we're just jumping right into it how many people a year do you think die from erotic asphyxiation just so curious about it hey jay hey jay what's erotic asphyxiation oh thought you'd never ask well erotic asphyxiation is the intentional restriction of oxygen to the brain for the purposes of sexual arousal so now you know i wonder how many people die a year Should we just look it up real quick? I hope everyone's doing good. Thank you for joining. This is my favorite part of the evening. When I get to uh, chat with you good folks. And we look up these types of things. Death per year. Probably should. 250 to 1,000 deaths per year. That's a large gap. That is a very large gap. I'll go ahead and show you if you're watching YouTube. 250 to 1,000 deaths per year. Okay, so that's not clear at all. Um, Thought I'd get a straightforward number. Anyways, I guess the biggest question I have when considering that is like, if you're in Las Vegas and you order one of these women of the night, one of these lot lizards, and like, do you do you let them know on the phone before they come over that you're into this stuff? Or do you kind of like try to get that shock value out of them when it's face to face, when they, when they arrive at the door. So it's like, and you go, open the door. Oh, Hey, Kelly. Yeah. I'm Kelly. Are you Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's nice to meet you. Hey, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Listen, brother. What I want you to do is put me in a torch rack And I'm going to play with myself till I climax. Is that how it goes down? I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine. And then, like, what does it look like when, like, if I died during that, during the torture rack, and I just pass out and don't wake up? It's like, oh, my God, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And just dips out. Or do you call the cops and, like, let them know that you were giving me a headlock or a torture rack? And I passed out while I was, like, jerking off on your your arms, your shoulders? (laughs) God damn. That's a horrible way to go. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's a good way to go, but the stories after is just a horrible legacy to leave. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, You're probably wondering why the fuck I asked that question. I drank the, the demon piss earlier, and... I had a couple questions like that pop around in my head. So I went ahead and wrote that down. Figured we'd start off the podcast like that. So here we are currently right now. And um hope everyone's doing good. Um yeah, after listening to the last podcast, I uh I usually don't listen to my podcasts, but there was a lot of uh a lot of outreach And you'll be happy to know that I checked myself into rehab after listening to that because that was, uh, Jesus, man. I don't know what happened. I don't think I'll ever drink espresso and make another podcast again because that was kind of nuts. I don't know what the big deal is about rehab anyways. You know, I I went to rehab one time. I went there. I got three full meals every day. Comfy-ass bed. uh, No cell phone, which was nice. Got to have a nice workout routine. Um, got medicine, heard wild stories from the other rehab clientele that were with me. And I was there for three days. I enjoyed my stay. I enjoyed my stay. So, I mean, I obviously I didn't check myself into rehab, but that, that last podcast, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm deeply, deeply sorry. Yeah, Jesus. Anywho. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to my my friend Jordan. I know she listens regularly, and she's going through it right now. So we're uh, we're thinking about you. Uh, depression, being lethargic, sad, and basically like paralyzed from anxiety. So we're thinking about you, and uh, hope everyone else out there, if if you're going through a similar situation, just hang in there. Uh, you'll get through it. There's lows and there's highs, and you know just got to be strong. You'll get through it. You're uh you're a smart person. You're a determined individual, Jordan, so keep it up. Um, also, my other friend, Brad, he actually reached out to me too, uh, last week. And he was like doom and gloom too, man. He was like a little depressed and feeling kind of stressed out, just not himself. So I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, all my friends are kind of like wigging out a little bit a little little depression hidden i mean it's natural we're humans and it's like in the middle of depending where you live winter like we're just coming out of winter and it's still kind of shitty out around this area but no no there there's an explanation don't worry everyone I, i figured it out and we're gonna look it up together um it looks like there's something called mercury retrograde For all my uh, astrology nerds out there, Mercury retrograde. I don't know what it is, but I saw it and it said something like you could be depressed because of it. So we're looking it up. Mercury retrograde 2023. Oh my goodness. Okay. When is Mercury retrograde in 2023? April 21st to May 14th, hey, that's my birthday. Hey, my birthday also falls on Mother's Day. So you will be getting a a big old shout out if you're a mother on the 14th. The first retrograde of the year will occur under the Taurus sign. That's me, bitch. But we might have started to feel the effects of the pre-retrograde shadow that occurs before the transit happens from as early as... April 7th, right? Like, it's reading, it's writing everything in backwards. Like, it's the Da Vinci Code, so I have to, like, real-time translate it. I don't know why they're putting everything backwards and making this a puzzle. Um, Okay, so it goes until May 31st. Let's see what it is. Uh, I've never been really big into astrology, but... I've been watching a lot of science people lately. And I'm actually getting more into it. Uh, We'll touch on that in a little bit, all right? Just let me figure out what the hell this is. Meaning. I'm sure all of you, like, answered it in your head already or used Google. But uh, I'm slow. So thank you for being patient. What is... Why is it so hard to find what it is, man? Oh, Jesus. It's actually giving me, like... The legit meaning. Maybe we need to look up astrology. Astrology. Okay, got it. Got it, people. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for being here. Love you guys. Love all of you. Let's get into this. To those who practice astrology, you guys, these times in particular were traditionally associated with confusion, delay, and frustration. Think undelivered love letters email blunders and frazzled travel plans boom there you go so if you're feeling like kind of confused down maybe depression just your energy is is out of whack i don't know man the more i think about it the more i kind of favor this astrology shit this is where we get deep people okay bear bear with me for a second just hang on in there. If I sound like I'm an idiot right now and this sounds like completely made up, just listen, okay? And I have to caution you. Please be advised that I am not a scientist. I'm not a cosmetologist or co <laughs> Cosmetologist? Isn't that a person that does hair? Cos- Cosmologist? Cosmosist? A dude that looks at the fucking stars, all right? I'm not an astronaut and I'm not a lot lizard. So I really don't know what I'm speaking about, I'm talking about this, but I think I've listened to enough people describe this. So essentially, we are all stardust, okay? We're all stardust. So what happened? Like, okay, before everything was made, right? What was it? The big boom, yeah? What happened? This big ball of energy was running rampant with each other, okay? Okay. And then all of a sudden, it started to die out. It started to collapse on itself. And then, I don't know, the the atoms inside fucking touched each other or something. They died and they collapsed, causing a big explosion, the big boom. Because that's what happens when stars explode. It dies out, and then it goes. So before everything was made, there was a giant boom. Okay? Okay. So in order to have everything we have now, like myself, yourself, this earth we live on, all of these buildings, it came from a star exploding, essentially meaning that we are stardust. We are particles of a star that once exploded because it made everything. It made everything. So back to Mercury retrograde and astrology, it kind of makes more sense to me now after like listening to these scientists and these cosmo people talk that when the energy like shifts we we we're impacted by that we feel it so like sometimes you feel real good real sharp i mean yeah of course some of it's probably that has to do with uh with what you eat diet uh vitamins um if you're malnourished if you're nourished um hydration of course all of that plays into a role but the the thing i'm getting at is if you if you have a good stable uh schedule right and all of a sudden a couple times a year or so like you just feel completely whacked completely out of it for no reason you're like what the fuck dude why do i feel so low energy why why am i confused why are my eyes blurry it could be it could be allergies it could be but it could also be space. So there's that. And I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into it. So Mercury retrograde. So all my friends listening, man, if you're feeling kind of in the dumps, it's the, uh, it's the shifting of the planets and the stars, man. I don't know what else to tell you. So hang in there while we... uh. While we get through this shit, and um, again, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for posting. Um, Means a lot to me. So nice. I think what we're going to do now is we'll get into some emails because we got quite a few. And I don't want them to go unnoticed or unread. So we'll go ahead and open up some emails right now. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. Again, if you want to, I would rather hear your voices, 847 219 2714. But I mean, emails are cool too, man. I'll just read them and we'll go from there. But I would really love to hear your voice. And if you leave a voicemail, I'll play it on the podcast and then I'll respond to you there. But if you feel more comfortable just writing emails, Totally fine. Uh, The first email is, Hey, Jay, I loved your recent episode. Stay a little longer. The raw and uncut emotional journey you allowed yourself to share was touching. I just want to say you're loved and thank you for sharing that. If everyone could be as open as you were, I think the world would be a much more accepting and happy place. Stay true. Love, Jen. Jen, thank you so much for that. Thanks for taking time out of your day to even like write me that i appreciate it so much and yeah i like being a an open book is something that that took a while to learn like everything that i talk about on these podcasts is it's not you can't do it right away right these things that i talk about these experiences have taken almost like a lifetime to get through so i don't want people to feel bad if if it looks easy to do, it's like, man, how do, how is he so open? How does he just share that personal information? I could never. You could. You definitely could. It just takes some time and you have to build trust. And I think a big thing is like confidence in yourself. Know who you are. You are who you are. You can't change that. It's just you have to accept yourself. You have to love yourself and then you can move forward. But it all starts with you. It all starts with you you have to love yourself. Um so Jen, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that. Um I did get a lot of a lot of emails about that particular episode and that was just totally un uh unchoreographed. Like I didn't that wasn't my intentions to start getting emotional like that. I actually thought that I was okay talking about that. And then all of a sudden Like I actually like got transported back to the place and it hit me hard, I guess. I don't know. I guess sometimes you just never know. Like you think you're okay and then you actually start verbalizing it and communicating. Then obviously it's something else. So I would tell all of you to, as an exercise, just talk about it. Even if it's just to yourself, like in your room or like get a mic in front of you. You don't have to post it. Just, like, put your, your microphone on on your cell phone and just talk to it for, like, 15 minutes of some deep stuff. See what comes out, man, because you'll get, like, the tingles in your brain and, like, this emotion will just pour out. Could be a good exercise. Why not? Try it. What's the worst that can happen? It's yourself, you know? You talk in your head all the time. Just let it out. Uh, Jen, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Next. Is it says curiosity chamber? Yo, I'm glad I came across your podcast. Your show doesn't seem scripted, and you don't sound fake at all. I like how you just show us who you are and fuck the rest. That's cool. Keep it up, big dog, Remy. Again, man, appreciate it, Remy. Thanks. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl. I'm, my apologies, Remy. That's a dope ass name though. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Remy. Um again, it's like what I just said to Jen, dude. It, it it takes some time, man, to like be be who you are, find the authenticity in yourself. Everyone has it. It's just sometimes you got to like trim the fat in your life. Like sometimes, dude, when you're when if mo- most of the things you do is hang out in a group with a bunch of people, like it's very hard to find yourself. Because there's so much influence from the outside, and this happens with everyone, man. I don't know what it is, but it happens with everyone when you when you go in a group like you most likely become something a little altered you're not you're not like a hundred percent yourself, you become a little altered, maybe it's a little more shy because you're not outgoing, maybe it's a little more like you know i'm I have to try to be the alpha. So I'm gonna be a little bit more loud and a little bit more first to go first to do this and more dominant. But like, it's very hard to find yourself when you're always in a pack of people. Cause there's a lot of roles in, in groups, man. Like there's the quiet guy, there's the good looking guy, there's the smart guy. And what if you're none of those and you were just given a label, but you have to like live that label because that's the, the position you have in the group. Like that's not who you are hundred percent, but that's the role you play. So now who are you? Now you have like this mischaracterization of yourself and that could be confusing, man. So I started understanding myself when I started kind of being a loner. Like I'll see my friends every once and again. Like, I mean, I'm talking like, and I take it to the max, dude. And I don't suggest this, but like twice a year i'll hang out with my friends yeah that's that's a that's a very minimum um i don't know i'm happy with myself i'm happy just being who i am chilling and then seeing my family sometimes so but to go back to uh like the hard things about trimming the fat dude sometimes you have to in order to to develop a love for yourself and an understanding of who you truly are it's not easy. It's not easy by any means. And hell, sometimes people don't want to do it. And that's fine, dude. If you're happy where you're at, that's cool, man. But just do your best to not be a dick to other people. You know what I mean? Like, just be, like you could be fake. That's fine, dude. That's on you. I don't care. But just be nice to people then. If you're being fake, just at least be nice to people. Doesn't seem like a hard ask. Remy, appreciate you, man. You seem like a real one. You wrote me. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you. Uh, Moving forward. Next. Hey, Jay. I've been going through a rough patch of my life, and now I'm expecting my first kid. I'm 22 years old, and I am nervous. Your podcast makes me feel like it's okay to be open and honest, even though I feel scared and alone at times. Do you have any advice for a new soon-to-be dad? Love your podcast, Jackson. That's nice, man. Uh, I appreciate you writing me, dude, and, and asking for advice about being a first-time dad. Congratulations on that, dude. That's a big step. Um, 22 years young. Yeah, man. Um, Damn. I wish I knew a little bit more about your situation, but off the facts that you gave me, you're going to be a first-time dad. Um, you're 22. so You you feel nervous, and I make you feel like it's okay to be open. So from that, it seems like you, you're closed off, you're a little insecure, and you're nervous about being a new dad. That's completely understandable, man. It's new grounds. It's like fucking paving a new road and then going driving on it you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know if that road's gonna like just end mysteriously you've never been on it but i think it's a i think it's a wonderful new chapter so everything leading up to your life right now i don't know how it's been man but if it's been like a little iffy you get a new chance you get a new chance to start over man and if your life has been good, then you just get to add on to it, man. Then you get to show your kid like what life can be like, you know, and it's a, I don't know your, your situation with your family or like your friends and and what your relationship is with, with uh, your girlfriend or your wife. Um But it just look at this as like a new opportunity, man. Like I make it the best. Like this is, your daughter or son—they don't know anything, man. They're a—they're a—a clean slate, dude. So what—what what would you like your life to have been like when you were a child? Is there anything you would have changed? If so, try to incorporate that into your kid's life. You know, just—just just nonstop loving that child, man. Just nonstop. And it's gonna—it's gonna be pretty easy, um, to love your child like unconditionally, um. Because they're going to see you, man, and that's all they know. They see you. They trust you. They're going to come to you for everything. And they're just going to love you, dude. And if you haven't felt love in your life, like you don't think you felt love in your life, you're about to, my man. You're about to, Jackson, because it's something else, dude. And you may not see it now, but this could be like a giant blessing like a few years down the road. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to change for the better if you let it. If you take the responsibility and let this change you, you're going to be all right, man. You're going you're gonna to be light years ahead of um, your friends in a mature level. Because you're in charge of a fucking life, dude. You're in charge of another human being's life. Crazy to think, dude. Crazy to think, but it's true. And I wish you the best of luck. I know you're gonna be doing just fine, man. Uh I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Keep us updated, will you, Jackson? Keep us updated on how everything's going and when the uh when that birth is, how it goes. You're still so young, bro. That's cool, man. So think about it. When when your kid's like fifteen, you're still, you're gonna be like, what, 38. You're still going to be fucking young, dude. You're still going to be a young buck, dude. Your friends are going to be having kids at like 43 or 44. So when their kid's 15, they're going to be fucking dead. Like 89 years old, old back and shit. You're going to be like running around like a spring chicken. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's cool. 22. Woo. Fuck, boy. All right, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. uh I appreciate you. I tell you this. tell you this and I mean it. I want to hear your voices. So if you could, please, 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 847-219-2714. Leave a voicemail. would love to hear from you guys. Or if you feel more comfortable, just hit me up on the email. I'll read some more. But damn, I love you guys. Thanks for the support. You guys are cool as hell. All right. Peace out, everyone. Bye-bye.